Zelda in Fote Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Before we get into this week's episode, uh, I'd like to give you some of the cool new things that I found this week online. We hear more news about uh, the, uh, Triforce Heroes from Shikata in interview, where he tells us more about the princess, he tells us more about Link and his involvement in the series, but not too much, so we'll see what happens later on. We also hear about all uh, all the dungeons in the Triforce Heroes will be playable in the solo mode. We originally thought it would be only some of them. We heard that it was going to be multiplayer. We weren't really sure what was going on. We just kind of assumed. But it's good to hear some confirmation uh, straight from the uh, reliable sources. Also, a hilarious new Link animation shows Link having a hard time replenishing hearts. I think it might have been by the same guy that uh, did the Rupee video from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I definitely recommend it. It's really funny. Check it out. Also, uh, there's a huge Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS update coming out on July 31st. That includes new stages, costumes, a bunch of stuff. Check it out. I think we saw some rumors about uh, Great Bay and uh, uh, Mario, Super Dr. Mario stage coming out, but I'm not sure about that. So the stages thing might not be happening. I'm really sure what's going on. A lot of cool stuff will be happening, though. Uh, stay tuned. Check the link down below for all the specific details. And if you couldn't get your hands on a Fallout 4 Pip-Boy, because, you know, they ran out, uh, good news, an online uh, nerd, fellow nerd, I guess, uh, <laughs> figured out uh, his own cool little Pip-Boy idea and uh, put the whole 3D model online so you can print it out and uh, have your own Pip-Boy. It's even better in a little in a, in a few ways than the actual one because it includes a little, like, tape set player so you can, like, play cassette tapes, which is really neat. I'm actually really hoping I can get my hands on one. I could be Star-Lord. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Nintendo has announced a few new games for the NX already, it seems like. Uh, check out the link down below for more. It's kind of in the if stage. It's not really in the full release, and it wasn't... I, I checked the article down below for more information. I'm sorry, this is a little bit more candid than usual. Uh, it's been kind of a messy week. I'll explain more in the episode. And uh, the last thing I want to mention is that... Uh, since the sad, sad cancellation of Silent Hills, uh, Kojima and uh, Guillermo del Toro have both said that they would be interested in working with each other on a, uh, a future project, even if it isn't Silent Hills. So let's look forward to that, and hopefully we'll get something cool in the future. Uh, there's a bunch more stuff down below. Check it out if you want. Uh, I've got some things about a Life is Strange review, the new Dragon Quest uh, Eleven leak that happened, and uh, a new cool mod for Fallout New Vegas. Once again, thank you so much. My name is Adam. And this week I'm joined by... I'm Jake, and I am currently uh, sitting in front of Adam, and he is beautiful, and he has beautiful brown eyes, and nice eyebrows. This is the first time we've recorded in front of each other. They're very big eyebrows. They're, they're strong. Mm. Like, a, like, a, like a solid, like, father eyebrow. I'm actually, I actually, like, I have this, like, cut over one of my eyebrows, it's, like, horizontal, yeah, I and that. I really like it. Because it's, like, at first I thought it was, like, oh, it's unbecoming. I thought it was, like, a like, oh, scar on my face, but I think it looks kind of cool. I'm Chris, and I'm currently looking at both Jake and Adam, and I'm, like, just gawking right now. God, they're so cute. I've also been playing a lot of good games, and uh, I actually have a few uh, few opinions and things tonight. So, oh. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and last but not least, our wonderful guest. I'm HM... Wait, do I, do I talk into the mic now? Is, is this yes. Right? yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in. Yeah, it's me. It's HMK. What's up, guys? Problem not gonna... uh, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. All right, guys. Uh, so I want to ask you, what have you guys been playing this week? 
Uh, what's been going on in your gaming lives? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the hold on this one, guys. Uh, oh yes, oh yes, it is. Uh, oh, pretty dear. much actually the same stuff as last week. <laughs> so um, exciting! Tell us actually, more about how you have a diverse gaming library, Chris. I do actually. <laughs> You were mentioning stuff about um, Fallout, and it's really funny because I've been playing Fallout. Really? Uh, Fallout uh, 3. And it's even funnier because I was, forgot to mention last week, I actually ordered the anthology. Even really? Though, oh, yeah, I saw that one on sale. That looks so cool. Okay, so if you haven't seen it, it's like, it comes in this like bomb-shaped box that has a space just for Fallout 4 as well. But it comes with all the games, and it's like, what, 50 bucks? Uh, yeah. It's Which exactly is cheaper than getting all the games, actually. It, it's exactly that. But it, it kind of sucks because I actually already own all the games. That's I fine. Just, I just bought it for the nuke. You could give me all the games. I don't mind. I'll take them off your hands. Hey, hey, <laughs> you stay over there. You stay over here. <laughs> Leave me my nuke and I alone. Stay on your own frontier. <laughs> exactly. Actually, in a a new game, I started playing another fighting game from my list of fighting games last week. I started playing a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle. Why? Because it's such a fan <laughs> service. It's such an unbalanced fan service like that game is terrible but i love it because of the show i uh i never watched jojo but i i remember watching a friend play that game i thought it looked really cool visual wise and i think i played one match it didn't seem that difficult it reminded me of most other fighting games but it has that cool sort of like style with a lot of ink that i remember seeing a lot in street fighter 4 yeah it takes a lot from street fighter 4 um especially when you want to move your characters and you can't and you have to jump around the damn stage (laughs) i I kid you not guys i had the most trouble I haven't had the most trouble jumping around in the game besides that game. Right. What about you, Jake? What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of... Well, actually, because it's been such a busy week, the only thing I've really been able to play is my 3DS. So I've basically been yeah. consistent with Smash 3. Yeah, because I'm moving, and I know you've been busy with a lot of things, too. Like, I want to cry. I'm very busy. I've just been playing... <laughs> Welcome to the to the Sorrow Informer adult cast, yeah. where all of my money is going towards like adult finances. Gotta pay bills. I'm just weeping. Um, it's funny, actually. Uh, while I was moving, I got the chance to play a really cool tabletop strategy game. Uh, it's kind of like D and D, but like Star Wars. It's uh, it's uh, I think called uh, Frontier or something. Let me I, let me see if I can find it. It's basically like uh, uh, you play as like Star Wars like heroes that they made up, and you fight against like waves and waves of armies that the uh, DM controls. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool uh, dice game. I really recommend it. It's like 100 bucks though, so unless you're willing to put down the cash, uh, you might not be able to get it. But the cool thing is, once you like get hand of, hang of the rules and everything, you can actually play like your own campaigns, your own story, make your own characters. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so that's what I played this week, and I had a lot a, a cool time figuring that out and uh, playing with a friend of mine. Uh, what about you, HMK? So get this, right? I've been playing a lot of Jenga, and I love it. <laughs> 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 oh, but now, in all seriousness, um, recently uh, I've been very, very busy. Be- I haven't been able to be playing any new games. The only new game I've been uh, able to play um, this past few days was Five Nights at Freddy's Four, and I've lost oh, a lot geez. of sleep. I saw you do that. I was like, "What is he doing with his life?" Yeah, why, I also played you- Jenga. <laughs> no, not the Jenga, the, the Five LA, Nights uh, game. I actually streamed <laughs> it, and um, I was sitting there with a couple of my friends who are part of a Kingdom Hearts group. I'm, um, uh, I'm part of. Uh, we were just there sitting at the title screen. And I'm like, yo, people are just like watching me just watch the game. I'm not even doing anything because I, I find the game very terrifying, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, you're you're absolutely <laughs> right. The game is terrifying. I was actually watching you play through it, 
I mean, I was like, why? Why would you suffer? I wa- I think bad. I watched the uh, the little the YouTubers that got it first. Uh, Scott Cawthorn, he had sent them like not demos per se, or was it demos? Uh, he sent uh, Robowski, I think, a demo like really early because like he really yeah. Liked it, uh, what he ended up doing, I noticed that it was really easy to get your hands on like a, an early release demo copy of the game, or like uh, just a, a early release copy. But you of couldn't the game. get it through Steam. Yeah, no, you couldn't. Yeah. It was like it, either he yeah, sent like, it to you or a friend sent it to you or something. Yeah, but if if you asked, he would send it. He's very. Resp- I heard from a lot of people. He's a very responsive guy when you like email him, even with ideas about the game. If you're just like, "Hey, fix this," or like, "I have this idea," just we should have him on the show. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yo, he's, he, he we does can talk about really the uh, games. We can talk about the uh, Zelda and uh, Five Night connection. Of course, Five Nights in Hyrule. Um, <laughs> oh, <please> God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I've just so many. I've been playing a lot of Smash Wii U and uh, League of Legends and Splatoon. Oh my goodness, I can't wait for the update of Splatoon that's happening in August. Splatoon. Okay, I I made a sentence about this on Facebook the other day, but I realized that Splatoon gets so many cool like updates every single week, and Smash gets costumes for the Mii fighters, which nobody well and maybe a stage, <laughs> like and they the... all cost money. <laughs> well, you have to every look at it single this thing way, costs money. Um, Smash Wii U already had like. A, a, a shit ton of content already in the game when it when it came out. Splatoon, it was kind of on the dry side Five when it stages. came out. So I mean, yeah. like you know, yeah. I appreciate all this free content, and but at the same time, looking at it from a di- different sp- uh, perspective, it's like you know, why didn't you start the game with all this stuff? You could e- you could have easily like you know ma- uh, launched the game with all of this, but you know, to all its own, and that's a good way to keep people invested in the game or whatever. But Smash had a vastly huge amount of content when compared to Splatoon. So, I mean, like, you know... it's not Right, right. But at the same time, I still think it's kind of weird how we have to pay for a lot of the stuff that is just fluff. Like, I mean... Like, I mean, in Splatoon, ta- in Splatoon ta- you, you can get a lot of the stuff that you... Like, the equipment and everything, you can get for free. You're not paying for it. A lot of it is, you know, free stuff. Free DLC. So, I don't think... I think it's kind of weird in comparison for, like, a big title like Smash Brothers that they don't... That all the content is paid for. I, I figure that the DLC in Splatoon is something more like this. It was supposed to be in the game at launch, but, like, because they wanted to make sure that the launch game they were sending out was, like, a very, like, clean product. It was... Nothing was wrong with it. They're just going to release it in parts and, like, try to make it, like, a little fast-paced, like, every... Like, once a week or something Right, like that. right, right. So, I remember seeing, uh... I remember seeing that Street Fighter Five recently had to shut down its beta oh yeah they several times really crappy beta <laughs> because uh they they kept having problems with the servers but it's good that they they had it now yeah, it's good that they actually use the beta for that purpose well that's what yeah. that's what a lot of companies do nintendo's like the last one to get on that train honestly um, but that's because they never really betas? did this sort of thing before and that's kind of yeah. why that's kind of why splatoon works so well is because the servers were tested well in advance to make sure that they were bolstered enough and like tough enough to be able to handle the massive amounts of people that want to play the game. Nintendo didn't, or uh, Nintendo didn't do that with um, Smash Bros. They no, did they the, didn't. When the Align first came out, uh, I, I actually oh, still have trouble on Bad online. the Online was when, when the 3DS version launched. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was miserable. It was <laughs> Even the local play was bad. They had to they had to like fix that too. The local play wasn't that bad. Was, I mean, maybe it was just like late. It was very very susceptible to infrared poisoning. So I mean, that thing. <laughs> 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 oh. oh man. But uh, back on Smash Brothers, it isn't so much like the the cost of DLC that's really getting me. Well, actually, yeah, everything's pretty overpriced. Well, it's, yeah, it's part of it. It's also just how much they're releasing, and then for two versions, and, and like, they're all bad. <laughs> trying to pursue one hundred percent content in the game is becoming more and more of a. Well, you think it's, it's becoming a huge investment Ooh. to be able to bring this sort of thing to a tournament? 
So what because, you, yeah, Adam and I were talking about that in the car, where it's like, how are you going to have like all these setups where they have all the DLC, all the custom yeah, moves unlocked uh, even? And, I was looking at the uh, the tournaments uh, in the local area, because I'm part of the, the Project M and Smash 4 scene now, and I, I love Smash 4, and I love Project M. I'm not even going to lie. Um, but uh, they said full setups... If you're gonna bring a setup, bring a full setup. That means all DLC in like caps lock. They were all DLC, nothing missing, because they they're they're tired. Does of that being... include dumb costumes? Right. I don't I'm think like, so. like, does that? Why does that even matter? Like, oh, my me can be just about like a cat. So what? Well, no, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. No, I can well, I understand that. Like, you don't need the aesthetics for like the me costumes because that doesn't that, count. That, that counts really as that counts as BS, like literal BS. It's the it is. Just, it's in the BS clause it, of Nintendo. Yeah, it's, we're talking about like Lucas, clause. Roy, Ryu, Sazaku Castle. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about stages, everything. You need stages. to have all the I mean, yeah. I, I feel like stages and characters, though, I feel like they should do the DLC better. Maybe offer a type of season pass that we've seen so it's a little cheaper right. for the rest of I, us. I would be down with the season pass, especially they, they plan on supporting this game for quite a long time. Yeah, I mean, they, the ballot they, ends this, in October 3rd. So- Sakurai like, himself said that he was interested in keeping this going, actually. And which I, is I, very strange, honestly, to begin with, because he's usually the guy. He, he said it several times that he was pretty much done with the series. Yeah, he did. After all the stuff that's going on, but he seems to have been revitalized. I think, honestly, it probably comes from the fact that when you're working on DLC that you're not announcing release dates for, as opposed to a game that you have to have out because Nintendo's right, starting by November. It's a lot more easy. It's a lot easier. You have less restrictions with time. And, and his medical problems don't come as, up as much. Yeah, as yeah. And, you know, it's exciting almost when you think about it because it's like, oh, I get to do all this and, oh, I have all this time to plan everything. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's been pretty tight-lipped about a lot of his plans. Like, the only thing he announced... I found it weird. I mean, I shouldn't say weird, but when we got the Roy, Ryu, and Lucas uh, Smash Direct, he usually, whenever he does, you know, a DLC Direct, he talks about what's coming up next. And the only thing he mentioned were the stages. And, like, I I thought it was a little weird that he gave so little for the future. But I guess in a way that was kind of good because he gets to keep all his stuff, you know, tight to him and he can, uh, you know, he he can sort of, like, plan things on his own watch. But then right. I, I saw an issue with the whole thing that Adam Adam made a tweet the other day or a Facebook post. Oh, I made a, like a, a joke tweet that got a little bit of attention, a little bit too much attention. I was like, Adam, oh, don't I've do this there. to me. Well, uh, tweets, because I, I wrote something along the lines of, uh, "What if the uh, What if the Smash Ballad is just to see what Mii Fighter costumes they should make?" Oh, you made that! Oh my oh, goodness, you saw that? I was <laughs> laughing at that. I'm like, "Yo, Nintendo is savage if they do that." <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Yo, who's ready to play as King K. Roll? <laughs> Dude, you know what? I'm not even mad about that. There are so many people getting so heated about the King K. Roll costume. I'm like, you know what? I'm not so mad about that. My girlfriend, she loves Chrom from Fire Emblem, and she was flipping out when um, uh, when they revealed that Chrom was a me costume. Yeah. And my brother, the yeah. same thing as well. He's like, man, f- this game. I remember someone writing that uh, a lot of the car- a lot of the me costumes that ended up being ended up being characters even before the character was announced. Uh, like Meta Knight, for example, was a meat fighter costume. And we yeah. thought that he wasn't going to be in the game as a yeah. result, but he turned out to be a, a character as well. They announced him two days later. Yeah. Like, I saw an imposter wearing my helmet. Though, and, you know. though I do I do think it would be really weird if Lloyd was announced from Tales of Symphonia, I think is, is where he's Yeah, Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not going to really discredit, a, honestly, anyone who's become a, a, a Mii Fighter costume, because I, I didn't really give it much of a, you know my vote or anything, but I'm... I will bet money that the Inkling is going to be a character. There's it's... oh, Inkling is a is has much more of a chance. I I still doubt K. Rule has a chance at all. You know, a I'd lot of people I don't say that he does, Rool. and that's really weird. I'm like, you know, King K. He doesn't Rool. make sense. K. Rule is a very controversial character like, because Donkey, Donkey Kong and Bowser. Kong, I get it, but you know, was... the problem the problem is that he, Donkey Kong and Bowser already filled the same exact role 
of big brawler with fists. And then Little Mac has a different sort of... Like, they have every variation of that already done. I haven't seen anything like twin swords. I haven't seen anything like different styles of swords, really, other than Ike. Ike is probably the most out there in yeah. swordplay. Um, so there's a lot of other things other than Brawler that they haven't really uh, checked out. They, they they focus too much on Brawler, really. Um, and, I mean, it's a fighting game, but the fact is that they, they have so many other opportunities that I think K. Rool doesn't really make sense in a world that's so filled, or a universe that's so filled with these characters that have so many different ways that they can, they can perform combat. Like, for example, Simon Belmont and Shovel Knight both have these amazing, cool, unique weapons. Uh, Simon Belmont has a whip, which you see a little bit in Zero Samus, but it's not really fully developed. Um, and you uh, see uh, Shovel Knight's uh, his shovel blade, which is pretty cool in his own right. I think. It I would think even combo. Shield Knight would be like a good fit for the game. Just yeah, because, it's like, like a dual combo. I think that'd yeah. be great. Or he was very popular like, in the floats in Reddit too. So like a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Shovel Knight's the the top indie character. Yes, yeah. and Another, it makes sense. Or, like, another style of character, like, you know how um, Robin has two different types of moves. It has the magic, and it has the sword as well. Mm-hmm. Well, to go back to K. Rool, if I may offer a counterpoint. And is the, like, again, how dare you? I, <laughs> First of all, how dare you? See, <laughs> the thing is, for me, with, with the Smash Ballad, it's not that I want, like, certain characters. It's that I want certain kinds of characters, if that makes sense. So, right. like, the face and the name don't really matter so much to me. The only two characters I really, at this point, want, and I'm going to get killed for this because they're veterans. Oh, no. Wolf and Snake. They're, I, I don't, they're different. Everything Jake, else is just, Jake, I, is just I, background noise. I, I definitely, I told you this before, I definitely have a feeling. I'm not so sure about Snake, but Wolf will make a return. I can almost guarantee See, you. I feel the opposite. I think Snake has a better chance because of how different his fighting style is. I actually but prefer Konami. As, uh, yeah, Konami is not going to do it. Konami yeah, but Konami. Down right now, Konami's right now. like... Well, actually, no. I think with with the way Konami is right now, uh, and especially because they're getting a lot more tight with the Metal Gear IP, like they are holding it instead of like one man. Like I don't think I they, think, as a collective, would have more of a problem of licensing it. I think that... Uh, they I get think, money. Yeah, and, and I think that happy. Konami wants to get the money out of it, and I think it would be a huge uh, monetary opportunity for them. The misconception with Konami right now is that it's not that they're abandoning. Uh, I'm talking. You're talking. You're they're having are, a fight with a developer. They're not having me. a fight with the, the series itself. I'm not happy with with Konami right now. But there's a big misconception that they want to abandon and burn things down. They just want to move away from big, expensive console games, which I'm not happy about. But offering Snake as a DLC and character it, is not going to cost them millions of dollars, if anything. And, and part you know. of it is they want to move away from Kojima. They just have had a troubled history with him since they the have, beginning. They have. They just didn't get along. And they the only reason that they kept going with him was because they were producing great games. But they've reached a, they reached a, a critical point where they just couldn't handle it anymore. They were like, it's not worth all the trouble. It's not worth all the ha- hassle. It's not worth all the rumors and the, the having to lock you out of your studio because you're being a, kind of a jerk to us. And you know we're we're not. It was agreeing. actually the other I, way around. They were. Yeah. Well, it's more like I I don't know everything. I'm just saying it's yeah, like yeah. there wasn't. Wait, neither side was very happy. Can with I each other. can I ask something? They they, Kojima locked them out of his. No, his Kojima's team was locked out of their own studio. Yeah, they like, would change security cards, internet blackouts. It was just a bunch. They didn't want to fire them. They wanted them to quit on their own terms. They, they wanted to push like, them. Now, out. bear in mind, everyone listening, these are speculative rumors that have at least circulated amongst Konami employees because a verified Konami rep at least like leaked this to to the press, but. It's all speculation. But back to the thing with K. Rool. Um, like I said, I don't. It's not character names and faces I'm interested in. It's fighting styles. And from right. what I've seen about K. Rool, he's heavy and he's big, and he's also he's also like a mid-range sort of fighter because he has like you know different kinds of like particle effects with his breath, and he has that cannon that he shoots from his arms. Like 
Maybe. I, I, most of the big heavy dudes are close range, so be, I, I don't mind him. He'd be like a Blastoise, maybe. Yeah, actually, it's a good I way mean, to describe him. Like, imagine playing as Blastoise. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't mind either one of those guys. Yeah. All right. Um, bef- I want to move on because we only have so much time uh, left with HMK. We're doing a little bit of a weird thing this episode because of all the uh, stuff that's going on. Uh, HMK, I want to ask you a few questions because uh, you're you're big online in the uh, the the theory community. Uh, specifically uh, Kingdom Hearts and Zelda. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do online and explain this to those viewers who may be interested in what you have and they haven't seen you yet? Because, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just love to play around. I'm a, I'm a uh, jokester at heart. But, I mean, um, what I do on YouTube is I do a lot of uh, varied content. Um, like you said, I do like to focus on theories, uh, speculation-type videos, top tens. I like to make the... Um, my viewers think, you know, think outside the box right. when it comes to my favorite game series, which is The Legend of Zelda oh, no. and Kingdom Hearts. Don't do that. What do you mean? Don't, like don't do what? Do what? What are you talking about? People don't like it when you make theories. And then Man. Oh, my no. goodness. I get so much. Have you ever seen the comment section on a game theory video? Dude, it's bad. And I, I get that, <laughs> Have too. you seen the comment section on one of our videos or one of our podcasts? Ooh, oh, boy. Oh. But, I mean, <laughs> like, despite all that, I really like to, like, to challenge the perspectives of certain things um, right. when it comes to Zelda and Kingdom Hearts without changing their fundamentals. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those type of people that would say, hey, guys, did you know that, you know, uh, Link <laughs> from um, from Twilight Princess, he he's also Link from uh, the Wind Waker, but... But they're just from different dimensions. You liar! You said that. And I'm like, nah. I'm not like, I'm not one of those people to like, you know, be totally Actually, uh, radical. I watched this video that you did, and uh, you said that like, uh, uh, 2157 minutes into the uh, episode, uh, you uh, uh... sorry. <laughs> Actually, um, let's put away our fedoras, guys. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, um, when it comes to that, I like, I like to um, make the viewer think. And, uh, you know, tease their brains a little bit but, uh, like that. But right. I also like to do a lot of hype videos, a lot of rants and stuff like that. Because I'm a very passionate gamer when it comes to uh, anything of the industry or uh, games themselves. And I guess that's a little bit of a crash course on what I do on my channel. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. Uh, if you are interested, you should check that out down below. Because his videos are fantastic. I love them. Chris loves them. Chris showed me them a while back. And I, actually, I, I do enjoy seeing this man crumpling pieces of paper and just yelling at the screen. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> dude, you don't understand. I have like a, a box in my corner with all the paper I've like, you know, destroyed there. I need to throw it out. <laughs> you keep it as like a memento, like a trophy. Yeah. You go or... to like, do you go to like, do you, have you ever like done a panel and you just like throw them out in the dude, audience like mementos? Here. Nah, dude, because like uh, the last time I, I threw them out, uh, I found out there were spiders in them and I'm terrified of spiders. So I'm like, oh my yeah, God. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> God, such hated thoughts. They're filled with spiders. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, but uh, I want to ask, uh, first of all, what is your favorite and least favorite Zelda game in the series? And also, what is your favorite theory from the Zelda series? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hmm. Uh, my favorite uh, Legend of Zelda game is, obvi- uh, well, I mean, I've said this before, is um, Ocarina of Time. And a lot of people's like, oh yeah. I'm gonna go now. I think I'm done here. Thank you so much. For no, see, see, look at this. See, look H-M-K. at this. See, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. No, no, no. We, I have to deal with Adam about this every week. Every, I have to explain to him why. Every day, really. Every, <laughs> every day, bruh, bruh, dude. The it's like I messaged you. I, you know what I hate? Is you know what I hate? Everything in life, and you're just like, oh god. Um, Oh, anyway, you're saying sorry. No, that's cool. Um, the, I love The Legend of Ocarina of Time. Um, it's not because it was like the first Zelda game I played. I've played other Zelda games before Ocarina of Time, but I really feel that that game, it, it was it. You know, of course it has its flaws. It, it has its flaws like, you know, every other game, but that, that game was it. It revolutionized gaming and it brought so much to the table when it comes to the industry and itself as a video game. And I, you know, 
nothing else has come close to that what I've played. I've played a lot of games. And like the only thing that's probably come close to that maybe a little bit is probably like Super Mario Galaxy no, 2. No, I, 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 mean, I could agree with almost all you said, um, except for one little nitpicking I did. I'm not sure if it changed like everything in games, but I do believe it was it was a that game That was Mario changer. 64. That definitely changed everything in games. Be quiet. Scott. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's a fact. What are you talking about? Oh, no, first your time. 3D, I, Zelda, 3D game in general. Well, the first 3D Zelda changed. It, you changed things forever. Yeah. There's no going back. Now, um, first we were on land and then we were on boats. Thanks, Ocarina. Hey, hey, Your hey. Boats. <laughs> so, Didn't have boats. Um, Doesn't matter. I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this too. But my least favorite, I'm, I'm not saying I hate the game, I'm not saying I dislike the game, but my least favorite is Link's Awakening. Oh, okay. Really? How That's dare you? Choice. Yeah, <laughs> see, there you go. Like, how dare you? It's like, well, Link's Awakening, I... it's like, to me, I mean, of course, it had, it had its own story and stuff like that. But, like, when it, when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, it's, it's basically, the uh, not, not the ending. It's just the nitty gritty to it. It's just, a port of a link to the past for the for you know mobile and that's the only thing it brought to the Zelda series and to the gaming community in general it was just the first a mobile Zelda other than that it brought nothing to the table i mean it was something that we all saw before and that's why it's my least favorite each and every Zelda game other than that game brought something new to the franchise and to the game I mean industry. i think it brought something new to the franchise in that regard it brought it to a new platform it brought it to like a that, new kind of the... platform you could bring zelda with you you could adventure while playing zelda I, I think that's important in its own right. I think yeah, the same but that's way like that that's the only Zelda thing. Uh, Ocarina of Time added a new dimension. I think that adding the ability to bring it to a friend, like you could be at school and playing Zelda. Like how how much how exciting Unless is that? Unless your teacher took away your Game Boy. And well, said, that teacher and then you pop her in the mouth, and then you get suspended. And yeah, you, you, Zelda you suspended remember, kids, like don't expelled. don't punch your teachers. He or she would probably not appreciate that. Nope. Unless they're weird. Anyway. All right. But yeah, <laughs> you, you were saying. Um, time, please go. Yeah, in time. My favorite. Link's Awakening. My least favorite. And uh, my favorite Zelda theory. Oh my goodness. Mm, because I have you ever listened to this podcast? Oh yeah, I do. Like every have now and again. Have you ever again. heard my uh, Hero Spirit theory? Oh, lay, lay it on me. Lay it on me. I don't think I've uh, seen that episode. But what, what okay, is? it's. Uh, I mentioned it a few times. Uh, but it's basically. Chris is giving me that look like, here we go again with this thing. It's interesting, like, seeing everyone mime at each other, like, because we don't get to do Chris that is better. dancing this whole time. Like, I'm, I'm just, I just, I have to keep myself quiet. I have to listen. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to overtower people. You know. Go ahead, Adam. What's your hero spirit theory? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's... I'm being put on the spot. So much No, pressure. theorize. All right. Look at him in the eye. <laughs> Uh, basically, my idea is that uh, the uh, the hero spirit in Ocarina of Time, at the end when uh, Zelda sends you back to the past to relive your childhood, the hero spirit stays behind in that uh, timeline, which is why uh, Win- uh, Wind Waker Link is able to re- earn the Triforce of Courage as opposed to just being born with it. Um, because once he does, he connects with the hero spirit again. Like he earns the, he has become like the rightful heir to that uh, title. Oh, and so he becomes a new oh. host, and that's and it also explains partially why. Majora's Mask is so heavily about the theme of loss because part of Link's soul is missing. And that's also why the Hero Shade exists for Majora's Mask because he's never able to move on because part of him is still gone. He's not fully, uh, he's not a full, uh, spirit. So, so HMK, please, please, uh, what is your counter theory? No, it's not a counter theory. I'm gonna add something to this. Holy s***. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry for uh, you can boot that out. I guess that will also explain. Get this. Um, something that's always kind of bothered me. Uh, that will also also explain. You know how the hero spirit is able to you know uh, pass down moves over to the Link in Twilight Princess, such as the Hemsplitter, right. the Backslice, and the Ending Blow. Isn't that a bit weird that Wind Waker Link knows these exact same moves as Perry's? It is weird. That isn't is weird. It? So that yeah, is, so that can win to your theory, dude. That's yeah, the reason why he knows to the those. theory. Okay. <laughs> you just tried to make two jokes at the same time. They, it was like it was like watching the, the the that Hindenburg disaster, and then watching another blimp crash into the Hindenburg disaster. It's kind of kind of magical. It, it was almost. <laughs> but I like. That but I do cool. like that. I didn't think about that before about how he's able to just know things that shouldn't be inherently known. Right. Um, but you know that's all anyway. you know. Up in the air, um, but my favorite Zelda theory. I'm trying to think of one that I had, that I didn't come up with myself that I've, I've that I've heard from somewhere else because I'm gonna look like some sort of ego man. I mean, you person. could say both. You could say your favorite theory that you thought of and your favorite theory that someone else has made. Okay, so um, my favorite theory that I've heard um originally comes from uh, a YouTuber named Vortexy Gaming, and um, it's the Navi's Shout disappearance theory. It tells about uh, tells about how uh, where she went after the events of Ocarina of Time, and there was one really depress- uh, depressing bit in it, saying that um, you know how fairies in the fairies fountain after they give you you know your life or they revive you they disappear, which is very very uh, gri- a very grisly thing to think about. Now that was their pers- purpose. Their purpose is to heal others, and once they do once they do that, uh, they disappear or they die. Navi's purpose was to you know have Link fulfill his destiny, and since he did that. Navi didn't really, you know, leave. She ended up dying. Oh, this is interesting, but I have a counter theory. All right. Or not a counter theory, but a uh, a little bit of a hole, I guess. Uh, Then why didn't Tattle disappear too? Because Tattle is not a Hyrulean fairy. (laughs) She doesn't, uh, these laws don't apply to her. So there's different laws for for, like different like sect of fairies. Do you know anything (laughs) about fairy science, guys? Hylian fairies and, well, and Terminal fairies are not the same, all right? No, well, they they have a not. different biology. They're not even the same species, all right? Well, they're they're two well, different. Well, hold on. <laughs> well, they still disappear after they heal you. So by that prospect, they would still, you know, have the uh, same sense. I have a counter theory to your counter theory. Okay, let's hear it. Let's so hear it. if Termina doesn't even exist, because it's kind of made up place, sort of, this is kind of, then the laws of fairies, yeah, then the laws of fairies might not even apply in Termina. So but everything else oh, applies. Like you know what? Your basic you know what that makes me think of? And gravity and well, gravity doesn't even freaking apply. Actually, it pulls the moon in all the way, pretty much, sort of. I have a question yeah. now. There's power of magic. I've never considered this. Well, consider but it. Considering the fact that Termina exists in a counter in a in an alternate pocket dimension, and that is the start of another timeline, should that really be another timeline, or should that just be at the same time that Wind Waker is happening? It really, uh, honestly, I would say because it doesn't matter. It's parallel to it. No, but doesn't that also mean that those two dimensions could uh, once again, those two timelines no. could once again connect because it's the same dimension. It's the same timeline, but different dimensions. Um. Yeah. When we hear, there's it's no the way same existence. It's just two different dimensions of the same existence. Uh, if if we're, if we're happen- it's possible. They're happening at the same. They're happening simultaneously. Oh, right, well, because one timeline on. link is there, but the other one he's not in. The other one or the other dimension he's not there. You just move dimensions. Well, in the most vanilla explanation of Termina, which is, oh, it's just, you know, it's... You know, it's pocket dimension. It's, yeah, it's that, and it's still youngling on a search. 
then and Wind Waker takes place hundreds of years later, there really wouldn't be a way that they can synonymously line up, I, I don't think. But I wonder what happened during that gap. So then, what's when, the chocolate explanation? Yeah, but, um, <laughs> that's also something that you should, uh, that, um, you need to look at, is that, um... I'm just, point, like, wondering if those two timelines could connect again. That's I, my question. Uh, I don't, I don't think so, because, I mean, I, um, from what I've seen, from what I've studied with the, so the timeline, it's more of a, it, or it, it's... More of a multiverse understanding rule than actual, you know, yeah. um, parallel lines. Exactly, uh, like that. Um, well, they did meet with Majora. Well, I mean, Majora's I... where they branched off. Well, Majora, yeah. Wind Waker, and I think Link to the Past, technically. Couldn't like... they theoretically connect again? I mean, dude, they're like sure. It's it's the, it's the same idea as where exactly, a butterfly like, effect. Yeah, Adam, sure, this is the love story that will never happen. I'm sorry. It's the same, <laughs> it's, it's the same idea that like in, in the butterfly theory, you know, one little thing can change and like causes like huge split. But there's also the idea that um, even with all this random change, the end result will still be the same. All these different like scenarios will all lead to the same end but it's like you have like a piece of string cheese right and you rip one Mm -hmm. piece off it's never going to be back until it's like time is a cheese man (laughs) time's a cheese so all right (laughs) if you all right so here's a logical answer that you get your your horse you install a flux capacitor you go at 88 horse mile hours per second and you go back horse mile hours per second Uh, horsepower whatever you should get a horse clock you know to uh, to kind of lend a little bit to, to Adam's idea, I always thought like it would be really cool in a future Zelda to see like a dungeon that was um based, based off of an older dungeon. No, not necessarily even that. But I I always thought it'd be really cool to see this dungeon where basic rules of the game don't really seem to make sense. So like it isn't just oh hit the crystal with your arrow and it lights up. Like things don't do things that you intend for them to do. And, like, did you guys oh, ever really see the Dragon... I, I know, like, I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, but did you guys ever see the movie Fusion Reborn? Yes. yes. Yeah, of course. Where, like... Uh, the one, one with Janemba, right? Yeah, Janemba. Yeah. Janemba was able to rip holes through through dimensions and, and be able to punch people. So I was thinking... <laughs> yeah, it was... I, was, it was, <laughs> I know, it was it's intense. so funny. So I was thinking, like, what if there were, like, periods where holes would rip and, like, think of the Magicant stage in Smash Brothers where you would see, like, screens and, like, uh, times from, like, the different mother games. You could actually punch someone else in the face. Um, I'm sorry, sorry, I think we already have a game like that, it's called Hyrule Warriors. Ah, true. Uh, well, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, that's really interesting now that I think about it, like, or like, what if you went through a hole, you went to, you were in one room, but then it just put you in a different room. Yeah. That would Um, be crazy. Well, I I think we're going to be wrapping up uh, this portion of the podcast uh, right about now, because we're running out of time. Uh, I have have a question. I have, like, just one one thing I wanted to ask you. Okay. Alright, so I guess this is a rough transition, but, uh, HMK, you have found yourself in between like very like uh, two interesting pieces of content that you mainly cover, that being of Kingdom Hearts and that being of Legend of Zelda. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think I know what's coming. I was gonna. I know where Chris is going with this. I'm pretty sure uh, he's gonna be asking basically because uh, this is a question I wanted to ask: uh, Who would win in a fight between uh, Sora and Link? But we don't really have the time for that now. We kind of spend it all talking about everything else. Uh, but if you'd be willing to, I'd love to have you back on at another week when we actually have a much more stable setup and everything. Sorry once again to everyone for this episode. It's a little bit weird. Uh, but I'd love to have you back, and I'm sure the, the audience would, and Chris and Jake would be ecstatic to have you back. Yeah, I'd love uh, to talk about Send me butt pics on Snapchat, and you're invited back. <laughs> yeah, trust me, you don't want that. Uh, <laughs> you don't uh, know anything, dude. Uh, so <laughs> Add me on Snapchat. So HMK, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you want, <laughs> if you want to find him, check the links down below. Uh, I'm, 
Uh, where can they find you on Twitter, YouTube? What do they search? Uh, you just search up on uh, Twitter is at the handle HMKilla, which is H-M-K-I-L-L-A. And on uh, YouTube, all you need to do is search up HMK on YouTube or just go to the link youtube.com slash HMK9CAPN. All right, that'll be down below for your convenience. Thank you so much for joining us, man. No problem, dude. Uh, Stay tuned. There's going to be more after this. Add me on Snapchat. (laughs) No. Zelda Informer Podcast. It's a bum ba bum 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 so it's, unnecessary flourish. It's the cast pod. Um, uh, hey guys, thanks for joining us. This is a weird sort of episode of the podcast. It's, oh, uh, this is that real start. Oh, this shit. is this is part two of the episode that you just heard with HMK. This is myself, Jake, and Chris all hanging out using one mic. Kill me now. Editing is going to be annoying for this one. Uh, so send post Adam your prayers, your love. I'm working on my uh, laptop this week, actually. And Yowie fan fictions of us. Yeah. Send him that. Too. We still haven't read the one of me and Caleb. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll, no. I'll play the part oh. of Caleb. No, we're not, we're not doing it. <laughs> he now. has to be a part of it. Yeah, we're, we, it has oh, to be with him. okay. <laughs> oh, it's because I was a part of the one with me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, so, uh, we have a few things that we can talk about. Uh, let's talk about this fan topic, because, you know, I feel like we might as well start with some Zelda. I'll start with some Zelda. Chris just showed me Zelda raps, and now I want to quit Zelda. In oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Why are you I, guys like My that? name is I, Link, and I call that droopies. What up? What up? What up? No. Like, that's right. not a good rap. It's, first of all, this is the years. The two videos they were posted, one in 2007, one in 2009. How old were you in 2007, Adam? How old was I, the internet in 2007? Like, nothing was good. I wasn't old enough to do anything with sound editing and stuff. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't try to do it. Okay. They're all awkward and dated and weird. I, those are things that have like just been in the back of my head that I'm just like, oh, I remember those. It was, it was nice. I remember loving this when I was a kid. It's like the, uh, what's that popular Flash animation with the song like, uh, it's like talking about how with all the, the pop culture references. Um, it's like the ultimate destiny. This is the ultimate yeah, that, show. That, that, ultimate it's like that. It's like, that's not a great video. That song is terrible. But it's still, it's still. Even like, as I a like kid, I knew it was stupid. Hey, it was great. Because Chuck Norris came and kicked right. Jackie Chan in the balls. Sorry All right. Zelda anyway, <laughs> um, so our, Michael asks us, Hey Zelda Informer Podcast, my question this week is, who do you think would win in a battle between Twilight Princess Link and Wind Waker Link? Thank you for reading my question, Michael. Twilight Princess Link. Wind Waker Link. No. Oh. No, Jake. Here's the divide. And I'm in the middle. First of all, their height <laughs> is such a difference. It's in like... between two men on a Friday night, it's just a regular regular Friday for you. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday? <laughs> Alright, whatever. Fine. It's also a regular Thursday for me. Surprisingly. Every day is a regular day for me, because I'm not special. Anyway. Um, yeah, but you say uh, you say Twilight Princess Link? Yes. Can you... Can you can Look you... at me in the eyes while you... While you... We're, we're playing... Uh, I, I, what? Excuse <laughs> I feel like the judge in Phoenix Wright. I'm just in between two very intense lawyers. Um, uh, this, Don't know what they're doing. This might be just aesthetics, why I think so, but uh, it's kind of clearly like, dude, one's taller than the other, one's obviously way more like skillful than a, a freaking child. One's like, you know, yeah, the adult Link... Versus a, a sort of like a Toon Kid Link. Yeah, but they both adult. started about the same time, so... I don't know, man. He definitely... With all that detail compared to the bright colors, I feel like... Does he even... Does I mean, he does have the energy of a 16-year-old boy. Even have a skull hammer? Does he even have a leaf? <laughs> Can you spin on Beyblades? 
For what purpose? <laughs> Twilight Princess Link can like do that thing where he holds uh, Tunic's head. The Gale bow. And then the Gale I feel like do you have fire and ice arrows and light arrows? Uh, what do I have? Nerd. What do, what do you have? <laughs> Nerd. Interdimensional travel. Hey, I have interdimensional travel. I can turn into a wolf. Yeah, I can just eat you alive. I can blow you just a little fan. No, no. I can summon cyclones. Nerd. I am on land. Land well, means in the water. Ocean. Okay, or... well meet me. Meet me by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Just like two links in there, like 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 like, like patrolling the pool. Imagine like, where you come over here, you're dead. You're dead. And I'm kid. an earthbender, and you're a waterbender. Okay, let me ask you. something. I will crush you. I can metal bend. I can sand bend. I can do all the types of. You can bend. Why, bend. why does it even matter in this arc? Okay, let me ask you something. Okay, let me ask you something. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So we both have magic armor, oh. right? Okay. Well, okay. I, I didn't know what you were gonna. Oh, I know what you're gonna bring up. Yeah. I know what you're gonna. Bring this. Up. All right, hold on, Chris. We, I just wanted. To Chris, how, how many dollars do you have in your pocket right now? Uh. Let me see. This is a weird episode. I have one. You would lose so fast because the magic armor drains almost instantly because it just goes through your money. Me, I'm a magical individual. I am floating. I am... And then it just, I don't have my magic, magic armor. armor goes on my magic power and I is everyone... I'm so effervescent see, in magical I don't need to buy magic I mean, armor. In Chris's, in Chris's favor, two... Right now. In, in Chris's favor, two things. One, Twilight Princess Link could do that thing where he holds Toon Link's head and like prevents him from like hitting him he's like the swinging arm thing because he's like holding him at a distance because his arm is so much longer oh, yeah. than his entire body yeah he's and like then the big brother and second like Wind Waker's Wind Waker Link's like special weapon is a stick that like Twilight Princess Link could have snap in half what stick well, which one the Wind Waker oh okay it's a stick uh, I thought you meant like like a wooden whereas, stick whereas Twilight Princess Link has Midna <laughs> summon a cyclone It'd be like I mean, Nick can take you to another dimension, kind of. I don't really know what her powers are. Something like that. Her hand, can, her hair can grab you as a hand. Okay, but are we talking about companion battles? Are we talking about? No, I thought we were talking full about full arsenal. Oh, full arsenals. I mean, I'm not. You have mad. A boat. I'm not. I'll boat you, dude. I will. Midnight will ride me into battle, and we will just stomp on you and tear your limb. From limb and your body, and you just be nothing. You and nothing plank but a by plank, your boat. Okay, well, I have. Okay, you want to know the ultimate combo in Wind Waker, which you don't have? Okay. Ice arrow, fire arrow, done. No. Done. Well, I'm a wolf man. Knee done. I have done. I have an also, earring. I have, I have the ultimate hurricane spin. What do you have? You have. Ah! That's you know, what you have. He <laughs> literally just spins and says, ah. He also has Caleb. I, I do have Caleb. <laughs> Jake's awestruck. I didn't actually expect to get so like involved with that. <laughs> but yeah, well, what? but uh, I mean, this is very interesting because I don't know why I would be on the side of Twilight Princess. I do not like that Link version as much as I do love the Two Link version. I love Two Link to death. He's my favorite. He's I my just favorite. think they both lose um, to the other Links already. Really, Adam? You think that? Do yeah, because you're wrong. Do you? Yeah. You're wrong. They they would, First, they would team up as brothers. You? First of all, Majora's Mask Link. Has a clear advantage already. Does he? Competency, first of all, Does in Wind Waker Link. He's he's sad. He lost things. He can turn into a demigod. But he's lost. So and he's sad. He's he emotional can, and frivolous. He, he is. You gonna you get him while he's down. He can turn Stop into a demigod. I don't know what what you guys are ignoring about that. He can turn into a literal demigod. This is the most fanboy discussion I've ever had in my entire life. Well, I mean, this kind of is. Why am I defending Majora's Mask? What has this become? I don't know. I think the the link to the past one. Is like he's gonna win no matter what. All right, no, get the hell out of here. 
He's the best. The hat's off, Adam. He's the best of them all. Is he? Yes. He's He's the most experienced adventurer. He has pink hair. People will just laugh at him. He turns into a bunny. What is it? Black. Please, answer us, Adam. Is it? No. no, I'm no, sorry. No. How many times has he saved no, no. the kingdom? No. Oh, you're talking about the you're talking about the little one with the cat face. It's a bunny. Are you gonna <laughs> compare cat face, Mr. Memes, <laughs> Wind Waker <laughs> memes, Mr. I'm gonna take a selfie? Yeah. You know, you know what, Tell me how that helps you know, the adventure. You know what, Tell me how that helps the adventure. You know what, Mr. Caleb selfies. told me the other day. <laughs> what? Because you know how I've gotten into a habit of just posting like really bad, like terrible, terrible, awful memes on his wall now. Yeah. Yeah. Why? He loves it, by the way. <laughs> um, I he now As he says always. that like. If I were a Pokemon, I would be called Mr. Meme. Because Mr. Meme. Mr. Meme. Oh, God. Yeah. But instead of barriers, I just block him and seal him off with my dank memes. Lovely. Doge. Much misled. John Cena, for whatever reason. And his <laughs> name. Apparently he's a meme now. Yeah. I, I, and his name's John Cena. That's, that's, that's the meme. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll show I mean, you later. We'll show yeah, you. we'll show you later. <laughs> this, is, this isn't the John Cena podcast. So have, even, have memes, are memes still like a... Memes are very much popular. Because like yes. I was invested in like 2012 when they were like at the peak. Like I thought Rage comics were funny when they first came out. I was like, oh, that's no. Let me right. <laughs> no, that's see. Those were the was... those were the intro memes. Those are like the, the those are just like the, the broken. Ground. That's the starter pack. That is starter that, pack? that is the meme starter pack. Indeed, <laughs> the meme starter. Now it's reached a level where like making your own memes is like. The cool thing. What's the me- what's the Zelda fan starter pack? Like the Zelda, Zelda fan quote unquote. Like, oh, I know all about Zelda. Uh, Hyrule Destroy in your left. Ocarina hand. of Time, Twilight Princess, and uh, Wind Waker. Uh, For me, keychains that uh, wristbands. Oh yeah, you need wristbands you need, you need with a, the Triforce. You need a wristband. Yeah, with the Triforce. You need like, a, uh, like a sweat. You need like a yeah. Triforce decal. Um, and a poster of Link. And a po- yeah. From Skyward Sword, but you've never faded, played it. Faded uh, high water jeans. And uh, oh, Lyra, the hat. Lyra is memeing or uh, miming. Damn it! I mean, poop <laughs> She's it. memeing. I mean, <laughs> what? Oh, a Link hoodie. hoodie. Yeah, Link hoodie. I actually have a two Link hat in my house. Uh, it's no. not mine. It's my brother's. You need, you need to also have attempted to draw Link for the first time in your life. Also, bad opinions is I, I think one. Yeah. 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 I mean. Just blind, devoted fanboyism. Okay. I was going to say, you can't really say bad opinions, but blind, devoted fan. You can't say yourself. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. Well, yeah, yeah. We're just making en- enemies today. Yeah. This episode is. I'm cranky. I've moved two people today. We had our own adventure, and it wasn't as fun. Yes. Adventures is adult life. It was, it was rather bizarre. It was rather a bizarre adventure. Did you say it's... I would say it's... A JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I get it. Uh, bizarre Adventure. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the next. That's the next topic. <laughs> What's the next topic? What's the next fan? Uh, well, Michael, I hope that answered your question about. Actually, I do have something I want to talk about. Let's Based talk on about what it. we heard from uh, Shikata, uh, apparently Link is the main character in uh, Triforce Heroes. Link. Yeah. But no. where's the yellow hair? Which doesn't make sense. Did Link dye his hair? Um, I'm gonna guess some four swords voodoo. Where it's like, oh, you got split. You done nerd. You done. You done nerded up. But that's not as I, I didn't think that was a, that that's as fun. That isn't. I, I kind of like it more as like three kids who kind of look like Link. You know, it kind of actually reminds me of what uh, the what if they each Prime have a... Federation Force people said recently. What? Which is oh the uh, the uh, Metroid thing that we like an I'm, Avenger sort of. They want to make. They say yeah, we want to create our own like advent, Avenger style thing. But the pro, I, it's cool. But the problem with it is that the only interesting character in that lore at all is Samus. 
unless you count, say, the Remember Me guy. Not only that, is that they never introduced anyone that was interesting enough to begin with. If there they were had the char- Hunters, but they were in one game and never pers- like they were never given characters. There were characters in, I think, other M as well, who had like different similar suits, but they were boring as heck. There was that Adam guy. No, his, his name was actually Adam. Adam the baby. I have a, I have a theory. Yeah. I have a theory going back to sort of I sort of just theories. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what it's a game theory. Uh, <laughs> shout out! It's to like that we guy. stopped get, like trying on that joke. Um, I'm We've just giving up on it. No, no, no but this is actually interesting. So we all know the three goddesses. There are three of them. There is. There's also Hylia. There's actually okay. a few others. Okay, but like we're talking, I'm talking about the three that that cover the main and the I'm talking about Jim, the Hylian, the goddess. one that has the power, the one that has the wisdom, the one that has the courage. Yes, we are aware. We and so that's red, green, and blue. I like to imagine there's a fat comic book dude named Jim. So who's like Zelda what goddesses. if? Jim. What if our characters are then bound into human form as little boys uh, that look like Link, the hero that makes so. We were we were expecting. Can I remember? I, I already mentioned there was a, probably a connection between uh, the the colors they used and the goddesses because yeah, that's, that's perfect. Another design choice why the purple link is gone. Yeah. R.I.P. in peace. Uh, I, I think we mentioned the other week. It was like uh, what was it? What's his name? Uh, from uh, Alinquishin Worlds, uh, Ravio was Ravio. Like, it was like the fourth the purple link. So maybe it takes be, place in the. Low rule timeline that would explain a lot of things because it seems like a lot of weird stuff is going on in this in this game. It, it I'd be kind of interested to see if it was actually turns out to be uh, low rule or some sort of like not exactly uh, high rule dimension. I mean, they. I, I I would also think that'd be actually yeah actually I do I do see sort of like a a, a po- another pocket dimension sort of thing where you know these sorts of things don't really have to abide by more right. traditional and then they don't rules. have to and they don't have to. Um, modify the timeline as much as a result. I think it works better. In their, it works more in their favor if they do that sort of thing. Yeah, but you have one other thing you have to remember about the timeline is that these games take centuries, if not millennia, apart. So it True. really isn't as dangerous for them to. They they can honestly put any game anywhere in the timeline, and with the exception of like the Wind Waker trilogy, like not in the. <laughs> they just put one in the middle Wait. of that. <laughs> do you consider what you call it, what you call it part of the Wind Waker trilogy? The. Uh... You just said when we told you, but I'm like, I know it's not actually called that. Yeah, I just refer to it as shorthand. Okay. Uh, Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks. They're, they're, Phantom Hourglass, I know, is a direct sequel. Isn't the last one not the same thing at all? I think Spirit, Spirit Tracks, Tracks is, is like, a, technically it's a different. Link. different. Uh, it's a different link. It takes it place hundreds of years later. No, it's 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 not even a hundred years later. Like Because one character who is actually alive in Wind Waker is uh, alive oh, right, in Spirit right, Tracks. Right. So they just like went inland they went they went west yeah they found they found a new hyrule new continent yeah yeah that's that whole thing that's interesting so if you guys don't mind i'd actually like to talk about i've I've been dancing around a bit tonight the me fighter costumes which uh, one every single all of them (laughs) in every fathomable region sacrifice mine every okay you don't have any highlights or do you want to do you want to just like go down the list Okay, well, first of all, Adam, you did say something that, while I don't think it's 100% true, I I do kind of see where this is going to be kind of a thing. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned earlier that, you know, offhand, you were like, oh, God, what if they just make me fight? I think they might actually consider them, like, because... Everything um, that doesn't make their cut... Everything that... Because they can do whatever they they darn well choose to do. So, if they don't want to make K-Roll, they'll just make that me fighter costume. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I... just getting more and more tired of them because like a character like Krom for instance I I, and I would much rather have it been like an alternate for like Ike or Roy instead okay. of just being like 
Because then everybody sort of wins. No, I agree. Because even it's still five, you know, it's even not if another it was, Even if it was threat. just the costume and, like, it's still, like, clearly, like, Martha Roy in the, like, yeah, just the it's, clothing. It's just, yeah, it's like Al for the Koopaling. Like, why? Just put, the, just put the outfit on them and it's still kind of a cute. Like, I mean, they did with Lucina because they made all of her alternate colors uh, symbolic different of a different uh, female character in Awakening. Yeah. Which is cool as heck. I like that. I liked it a lot. It's just, I, I feel the problem with Krom, and I know everyone's sick to death of hearing about Krom, and obviously I... Krom this, Krom that. It's just that he, he should have been in in the first All place. All shiny and Krom. Over the other two, and, <laughs> you know, Sakurai... One of, one of Adam's points of contention with Smash is how Sakurai is frequently like, oh, swords, you know, they're all lame, they're all the same. It, Awakening, every sword stroke he does, every every animation he does, completely fluid and different than any other. Yeah, no. Even, sword styles Krom are even very... Krom uses a lance. Like, a, a side B, like... Projectile move could be him throwing a javelin, but you know, no, that he uses a totally different. It's just like, but it's too late. Obviously, I don't want him to put Kram in now. But if this was two years ago, I would have like you know been like, hey, Sakurai, listen, listen, man. we need to we need to talk about this Robin business. So, yeah, yeah, you don't want Robin in it. You wouldn't. You would rather have Kram than Robin. I don't like uh, Avatar characters. I, I the reason being is because I create my own, and I, I don't like. I can't pers. Robin is the most foreign character to me because that's not my dude. I to a lesser extent I feel guy. that way. Yeah, to a lesser extent I feel that way about I didn't Villager. Even Robin, but Villager is better, I suppose. Like he gets away with a little bit more than Robin because they, yeah. they have the, the four different ones. And in, in Animal Crossing, honestly, you really can't. There's not a lot you can do with your look. Just change your clothes. Yeah, it's it's mostly just your little hair. costumes. I'm actually surprised that there aren't Villager costumes if there are Meat Fighter costumes. Yeah, because you can get the whole hero outfit for uh, your Villager. Yeah, yeah, you I, can actually. No, Adam, don't even, I, know, don't even spent, open that door because I'm mean, going to buy more DLC, I more spent, villager costumes. No, I have to. I spent months, months trying to get the the hero clothes, and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it, and I gave up, and I put the game away, and I haven't been back, back since. That town is burnt to the ground. I don't even care. Don't worry, Happy Home Desire comes out, and then you'll. Oh, oh we, boy! All the fun that? of playing Animal Crossing. Do we really want to talk about the game? You know how much about Animal Crossing I want to talk about? How much? Like. Like, no. Do you know how badly I wanted to see those dang Zelda raps from 2007? Like, a lot. None. <laughs> I want to quit the podcast because you showed me those. I never no. want to talk about Zelda ever again in my life. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Run for the hills. <laughs> no, it's just, I think it's cool. I think the gameplay looks cool, but with these, like, doing the random amiibo packs for, for the cards, and there's 400 of them now, that's... That's the, that's the other... Uh, I, that's if there the is a guy that's going to have 100% of the content for the game, I don't want to meet that guy. So that is a very I'm just imagining a really shady like eBay dealer being like, "You want to buy some amiibo cards?" And he just like the flip thing isn't where he has like it, six isn't cards. Isn't sad how we have things like that now because of all the scalping? Or yeah, that's the whatever. first thing that comes to mind. It's like, good, more things to get scalped. Is that? That's I what we thought say. I was gonna give my. I, I still think. Hopefully, I don't get like this anthology thing doesn't sell out. Like yeah, because I like I said earlier, like um, I purchased like this Fallout nuke and I want it just because it's a nuke. Yes, but I feel like something like this would be sold out quickly you know what i saw recently that was really cool uh the first third party new nintendo 3ds uh uh case was announced and it's a uh, it's called like it's something it's it's basically like, it, it's it's case and watch yeah. and it's really cool because it has like a temperature reader an alarm clock and stuff like that yeah, like yes yeah i thought it was really awesome oh okay. that's cool really i like it. i like that it's good branding yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they didn't name it Game and Watch. It's third party they don't think they can do that okay. yeah but it looks exactly like game and watch yeah, yeah. and case and watch I don't know. I, if it, I named, it wasn't named Game and Watch. I, no, I know, but I said like like Game and Watch. Yeah, it it's sounds like it. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I see why. It's smart enough. 
Right, right. Oh, guys, by the way, and I sent Adam this last night, we talked about it just a little bit earlier, uh, two other Smash stages were leaked. What? Uh, for the... One of them is a lot more convincing than the other. I'll just go up right off the bat with that. Termina? Great okay. Bay okay. For Melee. Okay, and that's also, what happened. And also the Dr. Mario... Or a Dr. Mario stage, uh, which looks pretty interesting. That I think Now, that one is the one I think looks more legitimate. Unfortunately, when this episode comes out on Saturday, it'll be a little bit dated because we'll know for sure by then. But yeah, these leaks are pretty Wait, are there, is there a Smash? Because uh, is there a Smash track coming out? No, there probably won't be. It's just going to be like the content being released. So whatever like comes out is like what we'll see. And uh, yeah, right, right. Sounds... But the problem with the 3DS one is that they try to make it look like, or I, I'm I, the problem with the Termina Bay one, which uh, is allegedly coming out, is that they recorded it on a 3DS. And, like, they, they did that, like, screen overlay thing where it looks like it's from a Nintendo Direct where it's, like, new stage from it. But the, the text is coming from the 3DS screen instead of, like, from the camera perspective. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no reason why it would do something like that. Like, it looks like the Direct is basically being projected on the 3DS. That makes sense. I don't know why they would do that. I think that one's fake, as much as That's I love what? that stage. I mean, it's probably fake, considering that Great Bay honestly was a pretty poorly designed stage when you oh, think about it. that was my favorite level. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the level I was because 11, of, I like the level because of Majora's Mask, but like at the same time, I, I don't like what they're doing, what they did at least these last two stages, which is the... The N64 one? The N64 one oh. and um, the Ryu one. Well, I, I mean, not so much the Ryu one, because... What about Miiverse? No, Miiverse is always great. My favorite level I, now. I love Miiverse, and we've been doing some really great stuff with that, but um, as far as in the beginning, when they said they were going to do the maps, they did them sort of differently for the 3DS and the Wii U. Now they're just sort of doing like, oh, one map for both. It's I like that. that. I, I, I mean, it's not so different. No, when you I, say, I you hate mean, the like, fact that there's shared? a difference. I mean, I, don't I really know. do. Because a lot of times I'll be playing on my 3DS and I'll be bummed out because I can't play the stages I want that are yeah, on. Yeah, it's very frustrating to be like, oh, I want to play on the re- Reset Bomb Forest, but I'm playing on the Wii U and you right, know, something right. vice versa. I guess. I don't know. I, I kind of I like the idea that it wouldn't be the complete same game, like just like copy over. I something. wish they would just compile it already and just make the, just the, the like complete... both 3DS and Wii U ones. For well, mostly it's they're trying to figure out how to store that because they they kind of put it on a console that really can't handle that much information. Uh, are you referring to the 3DS? Yeah. Yeah. The 3DS is what kind of hindered this game in total. Yeah, uh, that that I definitely agree is the, the big problem. As much as I do love the game, like I said earlier, it's all I've been playing all week because you know it's. it's if it was, an, if it was a go, new 3DS launch title, it would have been a lot better. It would have been significantly better, but it's, I would have hated it because I don't have the new 3DS. But, I, but as a game, it would have been much better. It, Ice better. climbers would be there definitely, I, absolutely, and there would be many more opportunities for DLC characters because that's the other thing. There's not enough space for more DLC. I have a question because I saw this in the stores there, and I was a little confused because. I think we reviewed this when the time when the new 3DS was coming out, but I don't remember now. Are there games for the new 3DS that you can only play on the new 3DS? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. And Metroid Prime is also going to be one. That's, alright, that's what I saw the other day. I'm like, wait, I can only play that on the new 3DS? I can't yeah, play. because yeah. it's too big of a game. It doesn't oh. fit. Yeah. The the processing power is oh, way heavily. That just makes me like depressed because I yeah. That's I, why I hated the thing. At that's first. why this coming the new 3ds coming out recently and the NX coming out is such a such a controversial sort of thing because it's too soon for people that invested in the original consoles. Yeah, and yep. it doesn't make sense for a lot of people that are just buying the games. Oh, yeah, I, I I just spent two hundred dollars this last. Like September, October, getting my new my 3ds XL, and now I'm just like, now nah, I have to get another. And I just got a Wii U as well. I got the Wii U when like Mario Kart 8 came out, and now it's like, 
have to worry about NX next year. Like, I've only had my console for two years. Yeah, you get, you said something earlier, both of you, about NX already having, like, per, like supposed launch titles or something like that? Or uh, games in development? Uh, what? Dragon Quest Eleven Dragon Quest and Eleven. I think Twelve are both supposedly possibly coming to the NX. Oh, yeah, I think they, the, yeah. the publisher was So like, nothing yeah, from have. Nintendo directly, but basically there's already things that, like, will... Well, Probably but already be going there. There was one other game, actually, I remember from E3. They said the next home console Metroid would probably be on the NX. So. Yeah, right. Caleb, right, I'm right. sorry. As, as, no, it's funny. But as far as... Um... But the fact is that... And someone emailed us saying, you know, it was only to squelch rumors and to, like, make people feel happy and, like, stop... Get it, like, to stop the rumor mill. But the fact is now other companies are thinking about the NX more than they are about the things that are already out. No. So as a result... But think about it. Nintendo now, is stuck in a, in a bad place. If Sony announced a PlayStation 5 tomorrow, it would be kind of a bad move. They mentioned no, the, they mentioned the NX Even if once. it came out years later. Because yeah. obvi- they're working on it now. They all do that. Mark Cerny said like he started working on the PS4 as early as 2007. Yeah. Which, yeah, as course. you know, is a year after the which PS3 came out. Which is fine. Which is what they, you're supposed to do. Yeah, as you're as supposed to develop a long time, figure out what you want to do, what you want to improve upon from the last build. I, I frequently say the I think the reason they announced the NX in the first place is so that way when they announced that they're going to smartphones, they didn't want people to panic and think they're abandoning home consoles. Which I still agree with well, their they, intent, but I see the damage now that that it's causing. Yeah. But now, all right, now you got to going to smartphones may have. Some people may say it may have helped Nintendo, but I think in this case it, it kind of burned them. It's making them, dude. It's going to make them a lot of love them or hate them, dude. They're going to make. Bank. Oh, they're going to make money. Okay. They're going to yeah. bank off that. I want to talk about But they might go the route of Konami and not want to make any, or Sega even, and not want to make any big titles because uh, it's not worth the price. Is it, is it not worth the price? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to lie, and it's probably been more evident. Lately, I've just been happy with Microsoft. One of my friends downloaded Windows 10, and he's beyond ecstatic about how it runs. No, he says I the boot-up time is less than the iPad. I, it's I less than any agree. other computer right now. It runs beautifully. You can stream your Xbox games. We played an Xbox game on Skype. All of us together last night, Chris and I, we had a huge fun time playing it. It's a party game that's only, that's like, I think for Xbox and also Steam, but, uh, he only had the Xbox version, so we were able to play it uh, via online just because it's now built into the system. And Skype is also owned by Microsoft, so a lot of it is cross platform integration. Microsoft has a huge advantage in this market because they own mobile, they own, uh, desktop, and they own consoles. You know, I, I do have to say, like, if to any of our listeners who are deciding on getting one of the, the PS4 Xbox One, at this point, I'd say go for the Xbox One, because... I, it's actually, the Xbox One was the first console that I got, um, and I'm actually really? getting PS4 this coming week, yeah. I don't, I'm not a Microsoft I, fanboy by any means, but I think they're wowing people. I, neither right am I, now. but like, just right now that they're fixing a lot of the stuff that was wrong with them to begin with. Well, I they mean, were having a lot of I issues. Think in the, in the near in, midterm, they're going the, really be the console. The intro issues that they introduced with the Xbox One was, like, the whole always online thing. All yeah, but stuff. the thing is that they yeah. answered that once people started to outcry. Right, right, right. They listened. For me personally, I didn't have a problem with what they were trying to do before because I didn't have, fall under any of the categories of which, like, like oh, oh, you can't share your games with friends. I normally don't share my games with friends because I'm selfish. Yeah. Behold. Um, but you have the freedom. I always have internet and everything. Yeah, no, no. I, I, it's the freedom that I like, and I'm glad that they switched it. Being able to take off your pants at any time you want is a nice thing. Not being watched by a Microsoft it. employee through your... Dude, it, connect, I've come to terms connected. with my ex, with my connects just I feel for like the fact that I can say Xbox on and then Xbox. Oh, turn off, select yes, and then it turns off. My dad is hilarious with that because like uh, he'll just walk in my little brother's room mm-hmm. who my who, who has an Xbox One and like he'll be watching like Netflix and my dad will just be like Xbox turn off and it just it just turns off on him yeah. and he just walks out. <laughs> That's, I like how you put your dad's accent in there. Yeah, so he's, he's, he is Persian. Yes, he's a Persian um, man. 
But no, the Xbox One is right now they're doing a lot of good things. They're soon enough going to get a backwards compatibility, so all the 360 users. Yeah, can, but that comes but, out with like a, a throwing star asterisk right to the temple, dude, because only some. Oh, for now. All right. Well, the no, no, no. The thing is, it's up to the publishers. And most publishers, publishers are going to say yes. Yeah, it's up to the publisher. As soon as they say yes, they'll they'll do they'll work on the transferring. Second, it's also some games actually can't be. Uh, Bare, but barely. I don't expect uh, Madden 08 to be, you know, on the Xbox One. I can already, I can know. tell you right now, yeah. EA is going to say yes. Activision might say no. Might, and there's Why? reason for that. Activision is cutting, not they're cutting ties, but like they're signing more deals with Sony than they have oh, been they are. with um with uh, Xbox for the last like year and a half. Ever for since. Who, first of all, who they thought had the most money. <laughs> first off, Destiny. Was a big one because oh yeah, Destiny true. is being published by Activision it and is. developed by a former Bungie and Microsoft partner with like, like more lenience towards the PS4. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this now. The oh, about Destiny, Duty. it's a little bit of a, a side like a, a sidetracking, but Destiny I, for I what it was for for what it was supposed to be, Destiny was a big failure. I. I, it, it was a very big disappointment. It was, it was I feel a like phenomenal I failure. Disagree. I feel like until this it was October, it will be. Because this October, you get the full package of Destiny for the original price of the. I game. thought that was cool. I did, but that's that's where I'm starting with. But Destiny. The, the problem I haven't is, started with Destiny. Yet. That's the problem is still, to. and I've played it myself. It's it's nothing like they told me. It was nothing like everyone's been raving. It was raving about to begin with. It was nothing what people were excited about. It's just another MMO. You're just but I'm playing on my consoles and rust yards. Yeah, I've played hours. I've played Borderlands, and at least Borderlands tries to have some semblance of humor. This game actually tells me to go f myself when I try to learn more about it. I mean. At least that. At least with Zelda, Not when I want to learn more about it, when I when I when I want to learn more about it, and I ask another character in the game, they'll tell me more. They'll give me information. In Destiny, they literally won't tell you anything. They literally say, "I could tell you about the Great War, but screw it." Yeah, <laughs> and you have to go read the the Necronomicon. Like, I don't want to get a stupid website. I want to play the game yeah, and be immersed in this give world. Give my email for more spam. Thank you. And a new chapter has been unlocked. Find out the secret of Destiny about it. now. Just like no, I feel like this is it's gonna suck. Well, that there are plans nasty. for Destiny too. I thought and they were supporting the game for like ten years. They said something like they that. They said some of that, like World of Warcraft. You know what that means? They plan on making they'll, they'll, Destiny. The two. game will be online for ten years and they'll shut it off. But they're not gonna do much with it. Okay. They have Destiny needs a lot of work. I'll say that much. But I mean, I feel like can you imagine Splatoon but with a T W O Splatoon. For the second one, the sequel, Splatoon. For logo, as far as logo sake, yes, I could. Unfortunately, yeah. Just don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to uh, play Splatoon or Splatoon? <laughs> <laughs> nah, honestly, I, I gotta tell you, I think Splatoon is where it's really at right now. No, as far as like, <laughs> as far as like third-person shooters, Splatoon is my. Not only that, but for Nintendo support, it's the game to be. It yeah. is the game to play. I at first when they first announced that game, I didn't think much of it. I was like, eh. I'm really waiting for them to have Nintendo-based character accessories for your your uh, your squid. I thought game. they were going to do that, but apparently they said they kind of wanted to, you know, be as no. themselves. Maybe as maybe possible. maybe down the line. Maybe down the line, more of an homage. Oh, I'm okay. sure. Now think about it. They have very you know. Think of Splatoon. You know, now. you remember the uh, the commercial for the new new 3ds where it's like all the Nintendo characters is like J-pop stars. Yeah, with like all the cute outfits. Shut up, Chris. You're hold- he's holding up an objection like thing from Phoenix Wright, and, and no, I'm get out of here I with your JPEGs. Nerd. I need to interject. Oh, I just want to actually that was one a PNG. second. Um, I'm yeah. a nerd. It better, it's actually a better file. It is. That's why I pulled it up because I know my files. PNG is much better than JPEG. Anyway, um, 
What if it was those like cool J-pop out J-pop outfits from uh, that commercial? The pon 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 girl. Yeah, I liked it. I actually really liked that commercial because I thought it was cute. It was cute. I, it was I super it. cute. Now you're a squid. Now you're a kid. Don't talk about the music. The music in Splatoon is something it's awful. To, something to be desired. You're a kid now. The Splatoon music is terrible. Yeah, right. The commercials are I worse. I don't even want to talk about the What's advertising amazing is the commercials or the marketing for the game. The game's great. Mm-hmm. Now think about how long it's going to be supported if our NX is coming out next year. Two years. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, dude, I totally doubt NX is coming out next year. I don't know where these rumors are circulating now, from, let but me, there's no way. Now let me tell that. you this. When that will be a Dreamcast. Actually, let, let me go back real fast. Did you see I saw a rumor also recently. I wasn't sure about it. Um, okay. I just, I've been wanting to say this for a while because it's really... All right, so... During the Dragon Quest thing, they mm-hmm. said that they were like considering Project NX support because right now it's confirmed for PS4 and 3DS. So if they're considering Project Which is a weird NX spectrum support, of games, like no. it's like your Kingdom 3DS. Hearts is on PlayStation and also on the 3DS and the DS and the Game Boy. So Kingdom Hearts is on also Xbox. Square Enix now. has deals with Nintendo for handhelds and Sony and also Xbox for their consoles, but not for <laughs> PS Vita. No, uh, PS, they have things for PS, no, not really? PS, yeah, PSP. I'm yeah, sure PSP. PS Vita will come. Yeah. I mean, they have X and X2 for PSP. The Vita's Vita, a bad like, system, so it doesn't matter. It just needs better games. It needs developers It's a bad system. I, I was, I, I thought it was a good system for a long time. One of my friends who actually owns it explained to me the actual specs of the console and how it came to being. It is a nightmare. And I mean, I invite I, you to do your own research. Are you telling me you don't want to play PlayStation All Stars on the go? Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I just don't want to play PlayStation All Stars. <laughs> No, no, you know what's disappointing is that I like I, a lot. I own the game. I just still you know I it's it too. It, it, I don't think PlayStation also is a bad. Game. I don't think so either. I uh, think that they I think gave it's, up too early. I think it's gave up too early and tried to be too it's, different. It's a peg or two above mediocre. It tried to be too different. I think they, they, they the, could have done the same thing as everyone else. What came out of it's game. interesting. It's one of those games that I didn't phenomenally enjoy but I'm like I really hope they make a sequel to this because they have something here make it better like I thought yeah. it could have benefited infinitely if it waited a year and with more development time it just was a launch title for the they PS4 they could have better characters better flow they could have had more uh, development for characters and like I don't you know the real problem with the character roster though because they, they came out and said a bunch of things during the development process like they wanted to get Crash and Spyro but they were but Activision owns them now and yeah. it was like for those of you home, I gave a finger uh, that one of my hands. Um, <laughs> it was it was a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> Activision just doing that constantly. And honestly, like, actually, F- the front side of their complex is the, just like a giant middle finger because they had to go to so many different. It's like you know how Sakurai says that because Sony doesn't the, own any of their own stuff. You know how Sakurai says that working with the Pokemon company is really really annoying and obnoxious because they're so like on him and you know everything has to be exactly to their this that the other. Um, it's like that with everyone. Like for even, Sony. even yeah, with, with with All Stars, you know, like they had um, Dante in, but they couldn't have the you know the Dante everyone knows. They had to advertise the new game, which I don't have any negative opinions about the new game. I didn't even play. I it. really like the new game, but they. I, I want to make you play it. It's really good. I, don't, I wouldn't mind. I, I think you'd enjoy it. I'm not a fanboy, so I, I don't really. The you thing know. that is that I liked about it was that with the originals, I felt like the humor didn't really stick. This one, I felt like I still I I enjoyed laughing at it. Or with it, I guess you could say. And there are the other instances. I felt like the only reason they put Raiden in there is because Konami was like, uh, we need Metal Gear Rising advertising. It was just a and giant also marketing machine. Snake because Snake is in Smash Bros. It was marketing machine 2013.exe. And, and <laughs> yeah, they probably asked for Snake. And uh, even with Cole McGrath, there was supposed to be one character with a really unique mechanic where, like, depending on how you play the match, 
he would turn either good or evil. No, That's and, cool. But that they were like, no, that. we're gonna make him one tenth of this of this roster, nerds. You're gonna. That's how you're, you're gonna make him two characters. I like I like Cole, but I could have done without one of them because just uh, he, he just one was that. Uh, Nathan Drake could have been done a lot better. He has some really great things about him, but he just Jack he, he just wasn't fully fleshed better. out. Jack could have been better. Jack Ratchet been, was my oh, boy. Oh, Ratchet, Ratchet was my main. Sly Cooper was definitely the first guy I thought of because he's the most fleshed out. He's the most not uh, to mention he's just being powerful in the game. Oh, as long as Ratchet is doing the movie. Yeah. yeah, and a reboot. I'm interested in that. Yeah. I like Ratchet. I'm not crazy. Is that about a Ratchet? reboot? It's a reimagining. Oh God, don't say that. <laughs> Why do you want to hurt me? I'm just making sure that you're aware of what the terms they're I'm using. I'm sick of are. this. What is the difference between reboot and reimagining? <laughs> well, reimagining says that they're not exactly taking out the canon of the series. They're just doing kind of like a, a I'm what sure if spinoff. Uh, okay. Not really. Actually, I needed Adam because I've been so mad at Star Fox for relaunching, reimagining, okay. rebooting, whatever for the third time since it's been around. Why? Okay. Star just, Fox is another game that has a really troubled history. I just, I just does, want to get back to the, I love it. to the NX thing really fast. Because you talk about Star Fox, and I feel like Star Fox even could have waited for the NX. However, Probably. the NX, as far as the Dragon Quest and the NX, they wouldn't have said the Dragon Quest thing, or the NX part, unless they had some sort of a dev kit. And that's because, on some rumors and some things I've seen in the past last two days, there have been... Circulating around that they have already received a very alpha dev kit about the specs, what to expect from it. You'll be getting something from us very soon. I heard that it is not going to be as strong as the PS4 in terms of processing power, but that really doesn't bother me. No, right. What? But here's the thing: it's not going to be as strong, but it's going to be better than both the 360 and the PS3. It's going. But the to be, Wii U already is. The Wii U can't run the Unreal Engine. Could the Xbox? Game, could the PS3 and Xbox do it? They, they could. Yeah, of course. But the recent Unreal? What, not Unreal 4. This game is being made, Dragon Quest Love is being made on Unreal 4. Because Unreal 3 can work on Wii U. Alright, un, right, Unreal 4, am I missing? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're mixing me up. Project NX is said to be able to run this game without, like, just pretty much pouring it over without having to downgrade anything. Okay. Making it almost just as good as the PS4 and the Xbox. However, it's probably not going to be because Nintendo needs to make some sort of gimmick for the next console. But it has to have the same support to play a game just like this. If you this know, gimmicks wasn't really a PS4. thing until recently. You know what? Motion controls with different controllers, all these things double are gimmicks. Screens. They're you know all what? gimmicks from Nintendo. You know what really bothers me? By the way, gimmick talk... is not a bad word. Let's yeah, just yeah, no, no, no. Sure I'm just saying Nintendo's yeah. cool for innovating all these cool new things. But I'm, it's it's, it's I'm not it falls using, into the category of gimmick as Yeah, I'm not being... using gimmick as a bad connotation. I'm using because I like to use the word because it Innovation I would say is like um the innovation of like the handheld market, like Nintendo with a Game Boy Color, that was kind of an innovation because it was color in I, gaming. Should I say the word innovations? Color they're, in handheld gaming. They're innovations. It's it's like they're going to use. Well, it's here's the thing: game, the impact, it has to be Im- the same as those. the impact that the double screen of the 3DS had on the gaming industry was slim to none. It was it became a, it's a gimmick as a result of like the fact that it hasn't changed anything else as a result of it. I guess in I, the I same way that the, the Wii U's. Uh, they showed the way the, the Dragon Game Quest 11 is going to look on the 3DS. It looks really cool. You have the 3D version at the right. top screen and the 16-bit at the bottom. I'm like, that's interesting. I might get this game for my 3DS. I like... I, probably I'm not. not gonna I, like, I love the double screen. I really do. I appreciate it. It's great. They do a lot of cool things. That it, it just it doesn't affect anything other than itself. I don't know. I... It, are we talking uh, 3DS or Wii U? 3DS. 3D, I mean, Wii U, I guess, it's the same thing, but like... Wii U is more annoying because you have latency problems where you're looking down in your lap and the controller and you have to look up at the thing well, and It depends on how you hold it. If you're holding it the like... The ideal... Yeah, but I don't hold it up no, to my face. No, honestly, the, the ideal position to, to do it is like this. you're laying down and the TV is in front of you, so that way you can just, you know, 
But that's so neat. Well, it's more neat. No, they're going to have to well, create a controller well, where you the, can play the, all these games. Part of it is that it, it kind of expects you to have good posture. I think yeah. it's more of an American thing to not have good posture. For, for yeah. a lot of other countries, this is fine. Like, holding it up and holding it with, like, the TV, uh, like, a, a slightly above it, it's fine. But then you, you're holding it properly. Your back is in the right position. For us, it's like, oh, can I not be like laying down to the side a little bit and like hit, like resting on my legs because I don't want to carry this thing. It's so heavy. Just like. But if you when you think about it, if I don't know, they're bringing third party support back to Project NX or Nintendo consoles. They're gonna have to make a, a controller that can actually support them the way it's supposed to. Right. Instead of remaking, like they're, that's they're, the problem. They're is finally that... making Zombie U. Right, it's now just zombie. called Zombie for like the other consoles, mm-hmm. and so they had to work on all that. They're trying to eliminate that. Extra little bit of work and yeah. a lot of money to be able to switch something from like right. Uh, that's the, the that's what I mean. It, the the, the gimmick part falls in when because it becomes a problem to change that game to another system. Yeah. With the 3DS, you really can't move it on if they switch away and which go back is, to one screen. Yeah, because which is why they you, lost a lot of third party support for the Wii U. And well, it's because you're you're people have to create a whole new kind of like not only are they changing the coding altogether, they, they, they're changing how the game looks and feels for your specific system. Developers laughed when asked if they were going to bring their games to the Wii U. Because Which like, I find so hysterical, if I can interject, because the Wii U actually had a, a, a impressively solid list of like third-party titles when it launched. I mean, did you ever expect to see Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty Black Ops on no, the no, Wii U? No, no, that's the thing. I didn't, but now... Where's as Modern Warfare on the Wii U? Where's well, here's the problem. That doesn't, they, they, went the with, they went with the wrong third parties. They went with the wrong... like. It's fine to get something from Ubisoft. It's fine to get something from Activision. It's fine to get something from Treyarch. Because Treyarch's. Ubisoft and but Activision are the ones that they would put out but the don't, games. But don't don't ask them for the don't. Here's the thing: you're not going to play Zelda on an Xbox. You're not going to play Mario on a PS3. I know you go. You're going to go to the. You're, you have console loyalty. But it's a it, dude. It's such a catch twenty two with this because people are like they make fun of it because huh, there's no third party support. Hey, and there it is. And the, well, I, mean, it's, I don't but mind this. When it came support. out, nobody flocked to play you know the new Call of Duty on the new right. console. Or, or no one cared. Well, part of it was because that the game was weird. It's it had really poor, honestly in damned if they do, damned in, if they in don't. In comparison, the graphics were. Under par, actually, from Nintendo what I remember, Black Ops Two performed better on. The, I mean, it didn't have DLC and content to to, yeah. to back it, but it actually, from what I recall, people but graphically, that's what people were looking no, for no, no, at the no. time. The Wii it actually ran better has, than has the PS3 good, and Xbox versions. The Wii U has a good GPU for what it is. I I can if I, can, I this remember this is 2012, but I remember seeing a lot of reports and like criticisms that Black Ops Two was going to look better on the Wii U than its competitors. That's funny. Yeah, is that is that <laughs> an, an amazing world we live in? Like, it doesn't make sense because Nintendo like, usually plays it safe when it comes to console key, hardware. It's in the key, they do, but, but I, I heard that's one thing. They have a, a pretty solid GPU, but their CPU is kind of kind of all right. Yeah. yeah, they just they just need a regular console in a way that they can get all their games, some third party support. Even if it's just third party support for exclusives on Nintendo, is even. Honestly, the only way they can really do solid third-party support because nobody wanted to buy a new console for Black Ops Two. No, you know, like, and think of how many Xbox One sales there were because of console loyalty. People mm-hmm. don't like to move away. The from last what they have. like three months, Xbox One's been like winning like the monthly like sales. It's. I think the only way they can really do effective third party at this point is just property licensing. I, I think, which I, sounds dirty. I think. No, that, I. I think that uh, Nintendo should definitely. And that, games like that, Shovel Knight really show that, that, that Nintendo whole, should like, be Android more of a niche system and focus on that and embrace that and make themselves known for that because now you create parties in on that too. You create a certain market for yourself that you can't get anywhere else. You make something, you make a product that you you're the only one who could deliver on that, and that's perfect. That's what you want as a business developer, like as a business and as a game developer. I will say you want to make the one game that no one else can make. 
It's going to be interesting playing the new Bloodstained on a Wii U. I'm not saying I'm going to play it. Like, I got it. I, so I supported the Kickstarter. You're saying for people that will play it on a Wii U? Yeah. It's going to be an interesting because, like, you know, Castlevania sort of started on, like, Well, that game yeah, it got, started, through, got It started on Nintendo or, like, yeah. yeah so. But Egovania, as we know, it it's, started on it's, a Sony console. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be. I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be pretty. I was considering getting Banjo Kazooie for the Wii U. Or not Banjo Kazooie. Um, ukulele. I got it for Wii U out of obligation. <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh I got God. it. Why did you do that? I got the PC version in the the PS4. I was like, I mean, I I like the fact that I get it on my Wii U, but like, I know I'm just not going to play my Nintendo console. I, I, I just wouldn't feel clean. Like, no, if I, if I, I understand I, that feeling, and I respect yeah. that. I respect console loyalty, getting certain games from certain publishers. Yeah. on certain consoles. I really do. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's about it for this week. Uh, I want to thank you both for joining me. No problem. It was a lot of fun. It was uh, great to be here. Actually, I want to thank you both for joining me because we're doing this on my couch. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> thank you. Well, it's my podcast, so. Well, it's my hey. couch. Yeah. Okay. Chris is here. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yes. Chris, you're... I want to. I want to thank. Um. I want to thank th- you for coming here. No, Chris I, came. Oh yeah, Chris I, drove all I, the way from uh from South Florida to Orlando. I drove to, like three and a half us. hours to be on this podcast in person. And please. Oh, I'm stop sorry. slamming things on the table! I'm sorry if you've been hearing it, but Chris has been slamming things on the table this entire episode. I've been very he gets frustrated. I've been when he gets cut off. Yeah, yeah. I do. It's, I, I know how I feel. <laughs> I can't cut you off in your own house. I feel. I feel like I defend you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, great episode. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Take care, guys. Farewell. Bye. Am I restarting again?